In this episode of I Remember with Eileen Fine, I'm speaking with artist Katie Swatlin about the importance of making time to create stillness and connect to the creativity that lives within. After years of crafting her art, Katie found herself far from the initial spark that inspired her to set out on the journey to learn to paint in the first place. She was disconnected from her own internal compass and wished to reconnect with the sacred space within and finally bring together a collection of paintings that had been living in her imagination. She knew that if she was able to create from a sacred space, something drastic had to be done. So she began a journey inward. She turned her phone off, put on automatic out-of-office replies on her email, withdrew from social media, friends, families, and colleagues, and focused solely on her art. She allowed herself time to explore without distraction or outside influence. Think, eat, pray, love at home. Today, Katie has reopened her studio doors and is sharing her complete collection, Alchemy Visions. As she brings the final three paintings into being, the reasons why she felt so passionate to dedicate herself to the creation of this collection will be revealed. Her hope is that they may offer a contribution, even in the smallest way, that will prove helpful to others. Katie believes, and I agree, that we are all in this journey of life together. Her hope is that her work will contribute in a way to benefit the greater whole. You can follow Katie and be inspired on her Instagram account and Facebook and watch her work in progress on YouTube. That's Katie, K-I-T-I-E, Swatland, S-W-A-T-L-A-N-D. Welcome to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing to increase your self-esteem and sense of meaning in life. I'm Eileen Fine. Through conversations with guests from the worlds of art, nature, science, and culture, I take you on a journey of these kinds of mindful moments that are unique to each of us, but experienced by all of us that have changed the course of our lives. All designed to give you a feel-good feeling and help you be mindful of your own moments of self-resilience and connection. That opportunity starts now. This is I Remember. Hey, Katie, thank you so much for being with us today and for opening yourself up and sharing. Um, I'm so happy that we finally got to connect, and I'm really looking forward to what you're going to share. Tell us like a little bit about yourself just first off and in what you're doing you know, these days and, and what you just kind of came back from. Okay, well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Um, my name is Katie, and I'm an artist. Um, I've been studying art and doing art since I was little, but really didn't take it seriously until uh, I went to college, although I did go to college for mechanical engineering, um, which I loved, which I think of as an extension of my art education. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it really started after college. I went in and I 
uh, was studying and painting and selling my paintings and writing about what I was learning. Um, and I had spent about 16 years doing that. And it got to a point where I had uh, spent so much time taking in how to do something, looking to other painters, looking at the paintings and museums to try to gather as much knowledge as I could to understand this language of communication. And it got to a point where I just had to pause and there was so much coming in that I really found myself very far away from the girl that first initially wanted to set out on this journey. And so I felt like I needed to take a step back and I needed to reconnect with myself. I got to a certain point in proficiency where I could paint um, anything that I wanted. I knew, or let's say a better way to say that is I knew enough to know what I didn't know. And I knew enough to figure out what I didn't know. And Mm -hmm. to get to that point in any kind of uh, practice is, um, is, is quite an accomplishment, I think. Um, But at the same time, you also then need to reconnect to why you started this journey in the first place. Yes, totally agree. (laughs) Totally agree. You can get so lost in your path towards, you know, this, this ideal future and vision of what it is that you want to create that you don't even remember what it is that was the original intention of getting there and exactly and yourself and it's like you're it's like you're outside of yourself looking at yourself and you no Mm -hmm. longer recognize yourself you just are you're just a doing machine rather than exactly and in taking as much information and technique as possible and really not separating it out to okay well what makes sense for me Mm -hmm. what's coming from from my inner world And, and that inner voice really can only be heard for me anyway when everything is quiet and I've, I found them very sensitive. So even little things, whether it was like looking on social media or looking at an art book would get into me in a certain way. And, um, what I thought was mine maybe wasn't mine. So what I decided to do was I just needed to like shut everything out. I had done, it's, it's a, it's an ancient practice in, in Tibet and other places to kind of go into solitary retreat, whether that be for like a half a day or a full day where you don't answer the phone or look at the newspaper or TV. um, And you just kind of are alone with your thoughts and to do that and not be interrupted with your thought pattern, uh, really powerful things can happen. You can follow through an idea and you really start to kind of peel back the layers and, and that inner voice that is so quiet for me sort of can come to the surface. Mm -hmm. And so I, so I had done that periodically throughout this time, but really I felt like I was at a point where I just, if I wanted to take my art to the next level and really create from that sacred space within, I had to do something drastic. So I, I decided that I was going to set up an automatic reply in my email saying that I was going away on retreat, and I put up a, a, a note on my door saying that please do not knock if you you know, if it's something of importance, leave a note. I told, you know, close family and friends that I was doing so they wouldn't worry or be offended if I didn't return their phone calls. I turned off my phone. Um, I don't have TV. So I really just wanted to go inward. And I was only going to do three months because I thought, and I had this collection in my head that I had been wanting to paint 
for a long time, um, but I didn't feel like I knew enough to be able to execute the vision that was in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally felt like I had enough tools that I could I could do it. Um, and so and so that's what I did. January 11th of 2016, I put up an on like I started the email thing. I put up a message on Facebook, letting everybody know that this is what I was doing. Um, and I just I went inward. Mm-hmm. And it and at three months in. You wouldn't believe, like, that goes by really fast. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, towards the end, I was starting to get really anxious because I felt like I had only scratched the surface. There was so much more to paint. I was figuring out new ways to work with things like glass and metal and gold leaf. So I was figuring out a new craft with, with the tools that I knew, trying to articulate my vision. And and I said to, my, I said to myself, I said, why am I putting this time constraint? Why Why am I only allowing three months? Right, you know, right. I was, I was so silly. So what I decided was, okay, I'm going to do away with the illusion of time, and I'm going to cover my clock, So, and I'm going to hide my calendar. Um, and I had prepared, you know, people say, well, how, well, how are we able to do that financially? I had saved a lot of money, but also I had some online lessons that I was selling and things that um, – I would check in once every two weeks to make sure that if people meet, had questions, but um, I was able just to do it that way. Um, it was not easy and it was challenging, but I felt like it was something I needed to do. Um, so I guess it, it wasn't until about uh, two years later that I finally felt that I was ready to kind of enter back in, share my artwork again, and kind of dive into um, being present with the outside world again. Uh-huh. Um, so on June 11th of this past year, I started to share with everybody what I had been doing um, in my seclusion painting. And I came up with this collection called Alchemy Visions. And it's still not complete. It's very close to being complete. I have three large paintings left to finish. And I thought it would be a good time to welcome people back in and begin connecting again because I had kind of put myself out, you know, isolated myself on an island and you talk how important connection is. And that's so very true. It's so important to go inward and, and realize who, who, who you are and what you're here for and what you're passionate about. But at the same time, you can't stay there. Right. You have to, you have to come back out and you have to reconnect and whole new lessons will present themselves when you do, which I'm finding. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at now. So I'm in the process of sharing what this experience has been like, but then also how I plan to complete these final three paintings. And I'm inviting people to join me as I share how I will bring these to life, these last three paintings. Um, and that's that's where I am today. Well, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, what what you did is like, I think what... You know, it I reminds me of like eat, pray, love. It's like what people dream about being able to do. And when I talk to clients about, you know, doing breathwork sessions, which are usually about an hour, I'll say to them, you know, even even if you were to like walk in the door of my studio or we're online Skype and we just ended right now, like just the fact that you decided to commit just an hour to yourself is yes. an enormous thing today because of all of the stimuli and social media and you know everything that's around us is supposed to be saving us time and actually give us more connection 
but kind of does the opposite. It, it, it doesn't feed us. It just makes our minds just race so much. So that making time for yourself, just the act of deciding to do that is like the first step in self-care and connecting to yourself. And then, yes. and, and in little pieces, I mean, what yeah. I did might've been very drastic. And for people who have a family, that might not be something that is possible because I mean, a lot of sacrifices you have to make to a lot of time like that, but little segments, a half hour, an hour, like a, a half a day on a Sunday can, can be really powerful. No, totally agree. I mean, I think what I have found in just the, you know, I, I mean, I have so many different lengths of, uh, my just breathe podcasts which are about 15 minutes you know and then I'll do sessions that are like an hour or I'll do larger day workshops that you know last kind of a day that just even if you just did the 15 minutes um just the the power that lives within you of stillness which I have found breath to be the greatest tool to do the reality of thing is that time doesn't actually exist that once you get yes. to that still place, there is no time. There's no fear. There's no boundaries. It's like you're you're just floating above all that. So, you know, it can be great if you have all of that time. But if you only have just a little time, it doesn't matter. Because as long as you've given yourself the gift of it, it's all that you need. And then that and allows... And that's something you can carry throughout your day as you go and interact with other people. Right. what you need to do for work. And that feeling and that moment carries with you. And you're able to process um, more quickly, I think, what is happening to you in the moment. Yeah, totally and, agree. Totally agree. Yeah. And, you know, it allows you then to um, be, like, as you're saying, be in the moment and truly connect with somebody at a different level. You know, not just at a surface, scrolling through, not really paying attention, being on your phone, talking with somebody and having a separate conversation on, on, you know, on text, but truly being present with somebody and feeling a connection with somebody um, or with something, you know, being outside and being truly present and being able to see the moon in the middle of the day when it's in that you know, phase, that lunar phase that it goes through, or, you know, um, being able to hear the sound of kids down the block that are laughing Mm -hmm. that normally you wouldn't pay attention to. Exactly. Or putting your feet like directly on the earth, like on a rock or in the sand and having that connection to the earth and looking at the trees and spending time, even just taking a walk through the woods or, um, you know, down, down on the beaches. Yeah. I find really powerful, and I and oftentimes when I feel overwhelmed or feeling um, kind of there's too much chatter in my mind, being outside and breathing in the fresh air and connecting with nature really grounds me back, and I'm able to then go forward. Oh, I totally agree. It's why I live in California, so I can <laughs> I can be outside. I know you're most, so lucky. <laughs> most of the time, most of the time. Well, I so appreciate this conversation because I feel like we're kindred souls almost, you know. And yes. um, what I try to 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 have people understand through this podcast is that, you know, the the power of connection. I talk a lot about love and joy and peace because those are just you know, such wonderful things that feed us. Um, But, you know, something I think to take away from this is that that power of connection 
um, can happen just within one breath. You know, it can be, it's, it's something that lives with inside of you that allows you to turn inward so then you can turn outward and get the most of what each moment is just waiting to give you. You know, whether that be an inner experience or a connection with nature or another person. And that can come through the power of just one breath because, as we said, like, time is a relative thing. You know, when, when you are truly present, the only thing you have is this moment right now. Um, and that's so important, that point where you said that it, it is contained within you. Mm-hmm. That is one of the huge things that I took away from this time inward. But also um, in these little moments that you can cultivate is that you don't have to look to these outside sources that, oh, you need this or you need that. That really, if you pause and, and your breath has a, this huge power to heal and that it, it's within you. Yes. And it's not an outside source. So that, I think, is really important. Yeah. To know that you have you hold the power. Totally to agree. And connect to the moment. Well, I cannot wait to see the rest of your work. Um and you. um and for have other people be able to see it and I look forward to everything that is coming next. And we will re- Thank you. We would definitely need to reconnect again to be able to I would love that. catch up Maybe with when you. when the collection is complete, we can we can talk again. That would be wonderful. All right, well you have a great day. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, you as well. I'm Eileen Fine, and you have been listening to I Remember, a podcast about the power of reminiscing and mindful moments of connection. To learn more about the power of reminiscing and mindfulness to help you live your best life, visit us at thetinybalcony.com.